Welcome to the Happiness Drive Success Podcast, brought to you by Motivate Coaching, the multidiscipline practice for extraordinary people. Here, we discuss finding your happiness and how you can use it to drive your success. Please welcome your host, co-founder, CEO, and master of discovering happiness, Stuart Isham Fairbairns. Hello, my wonderful friends, and welcome to another episode of the Happiness Drive Success Podcast. I am, as always, Stuart Isham Fairbairns. I'm here with Harlow, and we are out on a hike, and we welcome you to come and join us and have a wee discussion. So today, what I want to chat about is the purpose-built machine. Ooh, okay. <laughs> so let me explain it. I want to, we're going to be diving into talking about habits and talking about how we put together our lives and how we perceive versus how we behave. Now, if we look at, I'm going to, I'm going to go with an analogy here for a lot of you who know me. You'll know that I use analogies quite a lot. If you imagine we had to meet a demand in the world and we had to create a machine to meet that demand and you get one machine throughout the entirety of the purpose of this you get one machine you get lots of boxes of parts there's cogs there's screws there's all sorts of things that you can build into a machine now let's say for argument's sake that the world is demanding pizza which the world does demand pizza doesn't it who doesn't love a good pizza if we want to build a machine that automatically makes pizzas get to the plans the drawings map it out you work out what parts you'll need the engineering the construction how the mechanics will all work and all of that put together and don't worry for those that are listening worrying about you know nothing about engineering or mechanics you don't need to it's only for the purposes of the analogy you get to work and you find the right size cog for each area sometimes you need a big cog sometimes you need a small cog and you put them all together and you create this machine which can now produce pizzas. So what you've effectively done is you've put all the ingredients together for a machine that will give the output that you're looking to achieve. Sounds simple, right? Easy peasy, with a bit of planning, you can just get it done. Now, interestingly, if we put this in the context of you being the machine and the output being what it is that you want, so your demand in life, what success looks like to you, you have the ability to put together all of the things in your life to build that machine, which will then produce that outcome. Now, obviously there are circumstances that are external, which are outside of your control, but that's the same with the pizza machine. There's also things external that you can't control. However, there's a lot that you can control. So in the analogy of the cogs, for example, these are the behaviors we decide to act upon. They are the feelings which we feel, the thoughts which we think. Now, if these go unchecked and we don't pay attention to putting this machine together and we just think, okay, I want to get to that place. I want to be wealthy. I want to be free. I want to have more time on my hands. I want to feel good in my life. I want to feel happy. I want to feel successful in whatever definition of success is for you. And then you just get back to going to life it's probably unlikely that you're going to get there or certainly not as quickly as you could. Because let's say, for example, you build a pizza machine. We're going back to the analogy here and the demand changes. And now people want cream muffins programmed into the machine to make cream muffins, but it's not designed to make cream muffins. It's designed to make pizzas. 
what do you think is going to come out the end of the machine? A pizza. Because that's what it was designed to do. It's not been adapted or changed. Now, much like yourself, if your destination changes, where it is that you want to get to, what it is you want to achieve in your life, if you don't spend time on changing your behaviours and informing your habits, the habitual behaviours that you perform in your life, which is all going to be done through various techniques, lots of which we've talked about in other podcast episodes, about understanding yourself and being able to pay attention to what's going on in your life, to adapt it, to help move towards the direction you want to go. If you don't do that, you're not going to get there. You're going to keep getting pizzas. No matter how much you want cream muffins, you're going to get pizzas. Now, if you've hopefully you've managed to follow along on my, my analogy there, what's really important here is the point that I'm trying to get to is that if we don't spend the time on noticing our behavior, we're not going to get to where we want to get to. And what I want to just sort of break down a little bit here and zoom in on a bit deeper is looking at what those behaviours are. So in the analogy of the pizza machine, we talked about the cogs. Now in our lives, the cogs represent our habits. So there are big ones, there are small ones. Now we have big habits and we have small habits in our lives. And lots of the big habits we have are made up of lots of small habits. And it can feel as though it's a bit of a complicated maze to get your head around and like, oh gosh, it's too hard. So a lot of people don't bother trying to look at the machine, but expect to get the new results. And the reality is, breaking it down, if you want to get somewhere, how badly do you want to get there? How important is it to you to get to that destination, to get to that success, that feeling of happy, having more time on your hands? Whatever success looks like for you, how important is that? Now, if you can honestly say to yourself in that moment when you think about that thought, it's incredibly important, it's the most important thing, this is my life, it's the most important thing then putting in the work to be able to understand the most important components to put into that machine, i.e. your life, to ensure that you get the outcome that you want to get, is surely the most important thing. So there's a gap there, there's a divide between your belief in the importance of doing what it takes and actually doing it, and what it is that you want to get out at the end. And understanding for you what that gap is, being able to close that gap, so that you know where you want to go and you spend the time understanding what you need to do to get there and then put in the effort to do it, you're going to get there, aren't you? Much like if you have a pizza machine and you know that you want cream muffins, you can then adapt the machine, putting in the right components and programming and etc. in order to get cream muffins. But if you don't, you're going to keep getting pizzas, aren't you? So what we're going to do is a simple exercise just for today, because this might sound overwhelming. And when we look at us having choice in life, obviously that's wonderful and it's nice to have choice and that feels freeing. But the reality is just behind that realization of choice is a fear and anxiety of choice. <laughs> because whilst choice is great, it's also scary because it's big and unknown potentially and it's change. And all of these things can be quite daunting. As we know, when we live in the future, we live in a world of anxiety. When we live in the past, we live in a world of depression. When we live in the present, we live in a place of calm and being present. When you're looking at this and thinking about change and thinking about choice, is try and be in the present and keep that calm. Because there's no one, you, it's not that you have to do anything right now. All you're doing is noticing. You're just noticing. You're not judging it. You're not trying to turn it into a shape, you're just noticing. For today, 
as you go about your day, I want you to have a look at your unconscious habits. Now, when I say habits, it's any behavior that you perform over and over again that keeps coming up. For now, I don't want you to change anything. I just want you to notice. So as you go through your day, as you perform behavior, it's thinking about, did I do this yesterday? Or did I do this last week? Now, again, with the analogy, we talked about cog sizes. Sometimes the cogs are small, and when you've got a small cog, it might be something that you do maybe multiple times a day. You could have a slightly bigger cog than something that you do twice a week. An even bigger cog, something you do twice a month, and so forth. You get the idea. But we are creatures of habit. We're bundles of habits. That's what we're made up of. Loads and loads and loads and loads of habits. And each of those habits is an action performed. So much like each cog in the machine has a purpose, each of your habits has a purpose. And that purpose is to produce the outcome. Now, this can get quite complicated because you're looking at, as I say, bundles of habits. So again, you might feel that overwhelm of, it's easier to not bother doing this because there's way too many cogs. I'm never gonna be able to do this. And that fear that comes in is completely understandable. And you can always say to that fear, thank you for being here. Because as we know, and have spoken about, fear is a process to protect you, but it's also quite primitive. So you can say thank you to that fear for popping up. But right now, I'm just doing a test. I'm doing an exercise, not changing anything, not gonna make any drastic moves, just noticing. And then as you notice a habit, you can just look at it and go, that's interesting. And then you can look at what is it you want out of life? And just look at one cog at a time, one habit at a time. You're not looking at taking on the whole world here. It's just one at a time. So if you think about where you wanna be, have you got a goal of losing weight or feeling happier, having more time on your hands, being wealthy? Now these could be short, medium or long-term goals. But the reality is if you haven't got your habits aligned in achieving those goals, you're going the wrong direction. It's like getting in your car and putting on a blindfold and driving in reverse after taking one of the wheels off. You're handicapping yourself from getting where you need to go. And this is the point, this is what I want to get down to, is I want you to, at the end of this episode, having a feeling of confidence that you have a very strong influence of control over your future. And a lot of it comes down to understanding the behaviors that you perform on a regular basis. These habitual behaviors. Because what you do more of is what you'll get out at the end. So if all of your habits are geared up to produce pizzas, guess what you're gonna get? If all of your habits are geared up towards you putting on weight, having no time for yourself, spending all of your money, guess what you're gonna get? However, if you are conscious about putting in one thing that helps you for now, and again, it's not about taking on everything. You can always notice a couple and, and take on a couple. But it takes a while to reprogram a habit. They say it takes 21 days to inform a new habit. So take that time to notice one thing and just give it an adjustment. There is time. I know it might feel like there's not, but there is. There's plenty of time. Where were you three weeks ago as far as your habits were concerned? If you notice now, the thing that you're noticing through today, if you look back three weeks ago, was it the same? What about six weeks ago? What about nine weeks ago? What about a year ago? So the reality is, if this behavior has been there for a while, 
you spending three weeks on reprogramming it and changing it is not a loss of time. If you put in the effort to do one new thing, bring in that new habit, retrain your brain to be able to perform an action that takes you closer to where you want to be. So when you find that habit, look at where you want to go. Is it taking me in that direction? If the answer is no, then that's fine. Just notice that for now. You can then spend some time looking at what is it I can bring in that will take me closer to that. <clears throat> and it might be that, for example, if you want to feel more energy in your life, it's waking up in the morning and not looking at your phone straight away. That could be it. Spend the first 20 minutes, half an hour that you're awake, not looking at your phone and connect with your pets, your family, with your plants, with whoever's around you, your friends, and then you can go into that world. But set yourself up for a day that's what's around you and what's present with you. And the difference it will make is massive because it creates connection. So take the time. You can always add more if you realize that that works. And get yourself into a habit. Again, do the 21 days. And then you can then look at bringing in something else. So now, after that 21 days, you've managed to get that 20 minutes, half an hour of not looking at your phone, waking up in the morning, is now try doing a bit of journaling. And journaling is just about, it's not that you have to have some kind of agenda. You're not writing a perfect literary masterpiece. This is just the thoughts that are coming out of your brain. You never need to read it again. And no one else is going to read it without your permission. So you literally can write anything in there. But whatever it is, is just get what's on your mind out. And you'll give yourself such a good start to the day. Now that's I would recommend that as a wonderful habit to do. I do it and I find it very, very valuable. But if you want to have more energy in your day, that's a great way to start the day to give you just a clear mind to be able to take things on and just have a, have a sort of in a more focused, calm way. But have a, have a look through your day. What habits do you perform? What behaviors come up a lot for you? Do you find yourself stopping at 10 o'clock and going getting a cup of coffee? If you find that getting up and do, getting that cup of coffee works for you, that's great. But by noticing it and being intentional about it, you're making the choice to do that, understanding that it will give you the result that you're looking to get, which is it contributes towards taking you towards that ultimate goal that you want to achieve. Be it wealth, be it more time, be it more happiness, be it more clarity, focus, whatever it may be. Again, short, medium or long-term goals. Be intentional about your life. Spend some time noticing what goes on. And then a lovely little exercise as well is to notice what you notice. So when you notice a pattern of behavior, something comes up, notice how it feels. When you think about that thing within yourself, is it a little lurch in your stomach? Is it a tingle of excitement up your spine? What is it you feel when you think about that habit? Because instinctually, you're going to know if it's good for you or not, if it's actually taking you the direction you wanna go or not. Because this is often the fear is people are, I don't know how to build that machine so that I get cream muffins. I don't know how to change my makeup. I don't know how to change my habits so that I can get to where I want to go. Because correlating whether I should have a coffee or not to me being wealthy in the future, it might feel like a massive gap, huge space of how do I make sense of that? But the reality is it's not about that. It's about trusting your gut. And you can, you can look at where you want to go. And if you have coffee and you know in your heart of hearts that an hour later it actually makes you feel really tired because it takes you too high and then you crash, chances are you lose your productivity and therefore you're not going to be doing as much towards getting to your ultimate goals. There again, you might want to bring in another habit that then combats that. So you have, you know, you make sure you drink lots of water, which water is one of the best 
ways for us to get energy. It's really up to you. Don't get too lost in it. For now, you're just noticing the habits. And then you're going to notice what you notice when you think about that behavior. And just that's as far as you're going to go. From there, you get to make choice. If you want to take this further, you can listen to previous episodes of this podcast. There's lots of ways for you to be able to reprogram habits, to choose your way forwards, to do what's right for you. But right now, notice the behaviors and notice what you notice. You can reprogram that machine to produce whatever it is that you want. You absolutely can. It just takes starting by noticing the habits and noticing what you notice when you think about them. This is your life. You've got support. I'm here for you 100%. If you want to delve more into this, we can do some one-to-one coaching and we can help you make sense of this and make sense of where you are now, the reality of your life now, internally and externally, so that you can understand the status quo. And it's perfectly fine where you are. Do not beat yourself up for being where you are. You've done what you have believed is right to get you to this stage. You've put in a lot of work, hard work and resilience to get here. So pat yourself on the back. From this point, you get to choose where you go forwards from here. And it just starts with small steps, being kind to yourself and noticing. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in as always from myself and Harlow in the African bush on our hike. I hope the wind wasn't too disturbing today. It's been a bit breezy. I'm currently standing with my back to the wind facing a tree so that the wind isn't too being picked up by the microphone. But I hope it hasn't been too disturbing. Please come and join us in the Happiness Tribe on Facebook. If you search for Join Your Happy Place uh, on Facebook, you can also look for Motivate Coaching and you'll find myself there. And in that happy community, lots and lots of wonderful people who are all supporting each other, helping people through exactly what you're going through, who want to move forwards in their life, who want to achieve more whatever that may be, whatever success looks like for you, come and join us. If you want to book a coaching session, you can through those channels. You can also go to the website, which is motivate-coaching.com. And on the homepage, there is a big button, which takes you directly to my personal calendar. And you can book 45 minute coaching session with me, where we just get to know each other. We discuss what it is you'd like to achieve, what coaching is, what it isn't, and how we can work to get you to where you want to be. Ladies and gentlemen, I believe in you. I know that you can do this. So just keep going. Have a fantastic day, a top banana day even. And you got this. Until next time. Thanks so much for listening. If you're interested in learning more, go to the Motivate website at www.motivate-coaching.com. If you'd like to get in touch with Stuart directly, you can get him at Stuart, spelled S-T-U-A-R-T, at motivate-coaching.com. Thanks so much for joining us. And remember, your happiness drives your success. See you next time, folks.